This is episode 97 of Bella in Your Business. Welcome to Bella in Your Business, where Bella will discuss anything and everything about your pet sitting business to help you land on target. So get ready. Bella's got your shoot. Let's jump. Welcome to Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Vasta, your host with Jump Consulting. Today, I have my web developer here with me, Brandy Lawson, and I cannot wait for you guys to get to know her. She is the founder of Fiery FX, a boutique digital agency and a chief online officer for hire. Her mission is to help entrepreneurs maximize their impact and success by making the right digital decisions for their business. Her zone of genius is connecting business goals with marketing and technology strategies. Strategies. Her superpower is analogies. Oh, yeah, they are. Sure, <laughs> it's not as impressive as teleportation, but it does help clients grasp new concepts, which is why her and I get along so well, because I totally speak in analogies all the time. She's a fellow Phoenician like I am. She's a wife and a mom and a native Montanan. Mm-hmm. She is a lover of ridiculous shoes, captain of her own boat on Lake Pleasant, which you still need to invite me to go on, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, and doesn't miss an episode of Jeopardy. Brandy, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to get to chit chat with you and help your audience understand some more stuff about their websites. You have taught me an enormous amount of knowledge, like of things just about my own website that I just know that like, well, first of all, I didn't know anyone like you existed. You know, I get that all the time. (laughs) I mean, because you're not like just a developer. You're Mm -hmm. not like a strategist. Like, You are so uniquely positioned and gifted that I don't even really think that there is a name for you, which is why you've made up your own name and everything, right? (laughs) So why don't you tell our audience, who are you? (laughs) So I made up Chief Online Officer because I am a bit unique. I really do live at that intersection of marketing and technology. So can I code HTML and CSS and write some PHP? Yes. Should I? God bless no. you. <laughs> <laughs> Should I? No. But I also put together marketing strategies. I ran a, a multi-million dollar business arm for one of the world's largest domain registrar. I've directed developers. I've done user experience testing. I've put products through UL testing. Like I've done a bunch of different things that kind of uniquely equip me to understand the technology, understand how the user want to use it and be able to bring those things together. And then that was the other problem with trying to define my business is do we do websites? Yes, but we don't just do websites because they don't do anything on their own. If there's not a marketing strategy with them, if you don't know how people are going to get there, if you don't know how to turn people in from eyeballs into clicks into dollars, it's, it's a whole integrated thing. And I really can see the whole picture. And I'm also, I'm a lazy human being. And so I'm all about efficiency and effectiveness and being exceedingly productive. So automation is my go-to. I love all the things automation. So yeah, yeah, I'm just sort of a unique... You are so unique. We got the pleasure of having dinner a couple weeks ago after a networking meeting that funny enough, we had no idea each other was going to be at and we'd only really known each other over Zoom, yet we live in the same state. And during our dinner, you said something that I'd love for you to share with the listeners and you touched on it a minute ago. You worked with a multinational or multi-billion dollar, I don't know how you describe it, a really large company. Mm -hmm. Describe your unique position that you had to do there and why you were able to bridge the two gaps of almost these two different countries that speak different languages and how that position 
translates into helping people like me. Right. So I was hired as a product director for GoDaddy. I mean, like it's no secret who the world's largest domain registrar is. <laughs> and I was originally hired in to be a product director for their website builder. Uh-huh. So my job as a product director, a product manager is to sit between the people who we want to sell the product to and the people who develop the product. So there's this technology and technology is fantastic, but it's not worth anything unless we can package it up in a way that actually solves people's problems. And the people who write the code are not the people who understand the problems. (laughs) So my job was to understand the market So competitive analysis, understanding the business case for it, understanding the users we were trying to reach and the problems that they have, and then be able to translate that into how we use the technology to solve those problems and sell that product and actually, you know, build the business. Yeah. And it was incredible because when I came to you, I had no data on anything. And I'm not just talking (laughs) like Google Analytics, like I'm talking a lot more deeper than that. But it is killer now on our meetings, you guys, I want you to understand this. And I'm not trying to get you to like hire Brandy or anything like, like we're just trying to educate the world here, but there's help out there for you because our business is online. You guys, even though we're dog walkers and pet sitters, the majority of our business comes from our website, Mm -hmm. right? So it's really important if you're going to have a Lamborghini to know how to drive it or for it to drive fast and to get those looks and stuff like you were talking about. Well, let's talk about analytics. Let's first touch on the data. So again, this was a learning, like I always valued having data to make decisions, but when I'm making decisions for over 10 million users, I can't just go with my gut. I'm going to really piss off a lot of people if I yeah. take away a button that a lot of people are using. So when you get to scale, when you get to a lot uh, more, then data becomes like so critical. When, when we start out, we don't see it as so critical. But here's the thing is that Ryan Dice, who you may know, the, the guy who runs Digital Marketer, he's going to look like an idiot compared to A-B testing. Like he's going to look stupid compared to actually testing or getting the data to see what people are doing. So if you have any sort of web presence at all, you should have Google Analytics because at least then you know how many people are coming to your website and what they're looking at, even if it's just 50 people a month, you know, okay, they're coming to my homepage. Great. Are they going anywhere else? Or they're coming to our services page, but they never filled out the form. Like you have information about what's happening with this online asset that you're building. It uniquely changes your conversation from, I think this looks pretty and I'm going to put it here because I like it. Or I think this is where people want to go to something else. Brandy, the very first thing that you did on my website unbeknownst to me at first. And I was shocked. I think you kind of almost did it as like a (laughs) ta-da is that heat map. Uh Tell us about this heat map and how even our listeners, they take nothing else away what that's about. So a heat map is a analytics tool that basically looks at where people are clicking on your web page, how far down they scroll. So it's not just did somebody look at the page, but what did they do while they were on the page and where were their eyeballs? Essentially, we kind of tell from the screen scroll because it's different on a desktop than it is on a mobile device. So this is is the other thing that analytics will tell you is where's your audience coming from so you know where to pay attention. But a heat map essentially is that it gives you like where are the hot spots on your website? Where are people clicking? Where are they looking? 
Because again, you would be surprised. I had a client who had a landing page that was converting at like 83%, which is good. It's a free thing, but it was converting at 83%, which is good. We put a heat map on there. We figured out people were trying to click on this image that wasn't a call to action. It wasn't a link, but people were trying to click on it. We changed that. Landing page is converting at 93%. So like even when you think there's not, like this is really good, we don't need optimization, making something that's working even better. Analytics can help you, heat maps can help you. So let's talk a little bit about this takeaway. Hotjar, hotjar.com is the tool I use and it's free, like they give a 14 day or 30 day free pro trial, but then you can keep using it for like three pages and it does some other things. It's a very cool tool, but if you've looked at your analytics and you know the most popular page on your website, put Hotjar on there so that you can see what people are doing on that page. And it's just a copy paste. If you can follow instructions, you can do this. Don't be intimidated. You guys, you guys are brave. Anyhow, you deal with dogs and cats and, and other animals. Just buck up and do it. But you will get insights that you would have never otherwise known. And the cool thing, too, is it also records. And it's almost like mm-hmm. creepy because you can see <laughs> how people scroll and like where mm-hmm. they're looking based off of where their cursor is. Uh And uh, how fast they, you know, you might have just spent 10 hours this week on this blog post that you were just so excited to write about. And people are looking at your blog post for 15 seconds and they're scrolling up, scroll, scroll, scroll. I I wrote all this other stuff. And on the other hand, you can see that things like one of my most popular blog posts in my former pet sitting company was, is it safe for my dog to eat tuna fish? Weird. Right. But it was because no one else wrote about it. That's that's why it was. But my analytics were able to tell me that. And then, you know, now why don't we use me as a real life example, Brandy, and the changes that we've done to the jump consulting site. If you guys haven't noticed, my whole entire mindset has shifted. I had this really bleh, honestly, (laughs) (laughs) I did. It was embarrassing. I mean, come on. (laughs) Graphic on there highlighting what I thought was my popular services, what I thought was the keyword. And below the fold, you had to scroll down. I was like, hey, use us as the Google for pet sitters. So, Brandy, you and I meet once a month. And Mm -hmm. can you tell us about the development and how we made our decisions and the results that we've had? Sure. So we meet once a month and walk through Bella's analytics. So I do a custom report for her. We look at the things that we know are good metrics for what she's trying to accomplish with her website. So let me just take a moment and say... You need to decide what job your website has in your business. So Mm -hmm. if the job of your website is to build trust with your potential clients and get them to contact you, then that's what you should be measuring. You know, obviously Bella sells products and she has a mastermind. So there's some other metrics we have in place. So we walk through those metrics. How would one measure trust? Ooh, how does one measure trust? How would you do that? Because like, would it mean that they click on lots of different pages on your site? Well, first, they probably would want to get to know you. So people who have visited your about page, how long do they spend on there? Uh Also, have they given you their email address? That is a sign of trust. Mm -hmm. If I sign up for your list, it's partially because I want the shiny thing you're offering. Like, what are the safe things for my dog to eat? Because if can my dog eat tuna fish? If that was your most popular blog post, I would have created a lead magnet that's here are the things that are safe for your dog to eat or here are the most unusual things that are safe for your dog to eat or here are the top 10 questions about the things that you might not know are safe for your dog to eat. I love that. So I might want your shiny object, but it's a sign of trust that I give you my email address. It's Mm -hmm. also a sign of trust if I engage with your contact page and you also, if this is the other thing that you're doing, 
you can create indicators on your site for a sign of trust. So not just giving your email address, but sign up for a consultation call. Trying to think of some other things specifically for pet sitters. Lead magnets are probably the easiest. Contact forms. Probably lead magnets and just like really scouring your website, I would say, because they want to just keep consuming what you have. Maybe watching videos. So that's a good point about return users, because with your analytics, you can see how many people have come to your site for the first time ever and how many people have come back to your site. So if I'm trying to build trust and grow my audience, and in fact, this is a conversation Bill and I have had, I want at least 20% of people coming back to my site and about 80% new because I'm growing my audience, but I want to retain people because if they're coming back multiple times, that's also a sign of trust. Yeah, yeah. This stuff, you guys, I want to encourage you not to be mind boggled, but I want to expand your mind to understand that it's not just about the blah words of SEO that we always talk about, that there's so much like dynamic strategy that can be behind Mm. it. And when you have someone that can be on your team that can see for Brandy and I, Brandy sees like this global vision of what I'm trying to do. And it has all these tentacles off of it where we're looking at my Facebook pixels coming in. We're looking at the conversions that are happening on my landing pages and on my website. We're looking at where people are scrolling and they're bouncing right and just like how the whole entire thing like you guys for right now I'm gonna date myself with this but I'm doing a 12-week free series with Erica and we're doing these free downloadable notes and stuff and in that bot that we built we have them like clicking on potentially the mastermind well I want to know are these bots working And Brandy is guiding me through this saying there is this certain code that you can give to your bot team that will put in the bot. So when people click on it, we can follow them through the sale and I can actually understand and say, you know what? $424 came from this bot, literally. Right. Mm -hmm. And it is so powerful. And just as a pet sitter, not just as a pet sitter, I didn't mean to diminish that, but you could do that too as a pet sitter and dog walker based off of what kind of efforts you're doing out there. You can really get dangerous with it. So <laughs> Brandy, how do we find people like you? Like Because you're not called a certain thing <laughs> and we can't necessarily expect, you know, someone who just designs a website to also know all of this. Like, right. how do we start the conversation? I mean, we're business owners. We got so much other stuff to do. Like, How do we do this? Right. So it is a little tricky. I wish I had a silver bullet magic wand for people to be like, oh, this person knows analytics. I'll go back to that house analogy that you and I talked about, Bella, is like your website's a bit of a house. And when you go to build a house or when you go to remodel a house, you actually have different people that you would employ. So the guy who comes in to do the plumbing is not necessarily also the guy who's going to do the interior decorating. Why not? not also necessarily the guy who's going to drop the blueprint so everyone else knows what they're doing. In this case, the plumber's like a developer. Some developers have very specialized skill sets. Some developers have larger skill sets. The interior decorator is more like a designer and the blueprint gets put together by an architect. And usually an architect is more like a strategist, someone who has a bigger picture on the digital, because when you build a website, that is just one piece of your overall online presence. Right, right. It needs to work within the entire ecosystem. Yeah, it's usually the hub, like it's your own property. You want to be driving people back to that from all of the rented properties. Uh-huh. But it is one piece of the puzzle. 
Because if you build the nicest looking billboard in the middle of nowhere, it's not going to get you anything. So understanding what you need. And then when you have the conversations with people, if they don't start talking about data or analytics or want to see your Google analytics, you've not found the right person yet. There's starting to be a lot of different levels of digital agencies. And when I say digital agency, that used to be the advertising agency. And then the advertising agency was like, oh, crap, nobody's buying billboards or doing magazine ads anymore. We need to change. So those have morphed. But it's still, you know, there's very large ones. And now there's people like me who are starting to build smaller agencies where I can be a one stop shop. You don't have to go find the graphic designer. You don't have to go find the Facebook ads person. You don't have to go find the LinkedIn specialist because each of these marketing channels is very specialized. So when you strike up a conversation with someone who you're thinking about hiring or you're trying to figure out if they're the right partner for you, ask questions about what they do and their expertise and the things that they've done for clients. And if data is not coming up, you haven't found the right person yet. So what I'm hearing is it's the difference between interviewing a contractor that has an opinion versus analytical data to back up their opinion. Yes. Or decision-making process, at least. Right. And the other thing I keep drilling Bella on are what are your business goals and what are your priorities? Because whoever is working with you needs to be aligned with what you're trying to achieve in your business. If, for example, this month you're focused on filling your dog walking schedule, whoever's working with you needs to know that because then all roads point to that. And then next month, if you're like, okay, dog walking schedule, full, we're on a waiting list. Perfect. Now we're going to focus on this other thing. Or if we're going to focus on, we've got a cash flow problem. So we need to fill this other particular product. Like yeah. you as the business owner need to be able to articulate your business goals. And then the people, the partners that you choose to work with need to one, respect know what those them. are and respect them. And two, then they will use that to formulate and frame their expert opinions because, you know, opinions are like noses, right? Everybody has one. Yeah. I like it put that way. I've never heard it that way, but yeah, that's, that's the, that's the, a nice the, way. Yeah. The PG version. <laughs> oh my gosh, Brandy. I love this. And I hope you guys, if you're listening to this right now, I want you to comment wherever you found the podcast. And I want you to let Brandy and I know if we're like expanding your mind a little bit, I think that's like a really big takeaway. Brandy is that these people that we're looking for, we have to be cognizant, just not if they know how to do the craft, but how they land on their decision-making process and what tools they implement in it. What, what are they asking of you to bring to the table? Right. Because, um, I mean, just to be frank, most of the people out there who are doing this kind of work are order takers. Yes. Yes. Talk about that. There's nothing wrong with an order taker. If you what know is an order taker, let's let's dial that back for a minute, okay. because I think a lot of us are order givers. So. Right. <laughs> So explain that really quick for everyone. Okay, so if you hop on Fiverr and you're like, I need to change the color of this button on my website and add this paragraph, you've just put an order out there and a short order cook will come along and take your order (laughs) and they'll go do exactly what you said. And there's nothing wrong with that. But here's what typically happens when we're out of our depth of experience is that we don't know what we don't know. And so what you may not know is that Putting the button there or putting the paragraph there, the way that they're going to do it means that it breaks everything on mobile or that, you know, there's some unknown, unforeseen effect of this change that you wanted. And so the best kind of partners are the ones that ask why. 
and they listen for the intent. Oh, so you want to add a button and a paragraph. And I see this paragraph is about a new service. So are you just adding a new service to your website? Oh, okay. Well, where does that fit? Oh, it's just for dogs. Okay. Is there just a dog section on your website? Like they are adding value by bringing their expertise and then seeking to understand your larger intent so that they can execute something that maybe you didn't even know you wanted or didn't know you needed or is better than what you could have ever imagined. Cause this isn't your bag. Your bag is understanding people with pets and what their needs are. I love that. And that's like the perfect <laughs> analogy for it. It really is. So where would someone begin to start to improve their website? I mean, I, I guess start looking at the numbers, the analytics, like, yes. okay, Brandy and Bella, this is great information, but I'm walking to dog right now and I got to call back clients tonight and I got emails to get back to Like, can I get an amen, you guys? <laughs> so what does this all mean to the listeners right now? Like, what is something that they can do in the final moments we have together? Actionable. Actionable. If you don't already have Google Analytics on your website, put it on your website. And there are probably more than a thousand videos on YouTube about how to do this. Again, if you want to DIY it, you can also hire somebody off Fiverr. This is a fine order taker thing. Just, yeah. you know, make sure you say, I want Google Analytics and set up the account. Um, it's not rocket science. You can totally do it. So if you don't already have it, implement it. Even if you don't understand how to interpret it, yeah. it's important to start collecting the data now yes. so that if and when you do hook up with someone like Brandy, they have that data to help interpret to you. So yes. it's a matter of hooking it up. It's not necessarily a matter of understanding it yet. You don't need to understand no. it, but the first step is to hook it up. That is an important point because even if you paid somebody to do your website for you, you don't necessarily already have this. Yeah. So go check if you don't put it in, even if you're like, I don't know what to do with it. Getting the data is important because then when you do have somebody come along who knows something, they can make an informed decision instead of being like, well, since we don't have any data, we'll start collecting now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're basically wasting time and money. So I love that. Right. So if, and if nothing else, go hook up the Google Analytics. Yes. And if you do happen to already have Google Analytics, Go install the Google Analytics app on your phone. Google is doing a way better job of helping you understand what this means. And the app gives you just a little bite-sized snapshot of what's going on. So if you already have it and you're like, well, I've never looked at it, go install the app on your phone. Start there. I always got excited by Google Analytics when I would post a blog or an email and then mm -hmm. have it come back to my website, you know, Yep. because people would click on my website. And so on the analytics, it's really cool because it looks like a wave. Like you literally <laughs> be like, yep, I sent out an email that day. And right. it's, you guys, as business owners, it's kind of nice to get that feedback, like visually and numerically to know that your efforts are helping. Brandy, I know that my students in Better Marketing with Bella, where I provide them with all this marketing stuff, they've sent me their Google Analytics and like, look at what your blog did to my hits. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. And she goes, yes. yeah, my husband wanted to see if this stuff really works. So he, he hooked it up for me. And I'm like, <laughs> boom, shakalaka. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I love that. Brandy, thank you so much for spending your time here with us today. I know that you have a great online presence. Can you tell everyone if they just want to get more fiery effects in their life? How can they do that? Yes, you can ignite your business online at fieryeffects.com. And that's F-I-E-R-Y-F-X.com. Awesome. And we'll have that in the 
show notes for you guys as well. You guys, this has been another episode of Bella in Your Business. Thank you so much for letting us take up your ear space. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review if you feel that moved. And remember, when life gets you down, always keep jumping. If you want to figure out how your website is performing and the visibility and conversion rate, Brandy has a free report for you. Just head over to fieryfx.com forward slash jump. That's F-I-E-R-Y-F-X dot com forward slash jump. We'll also leave it in the show notes. Thanks for jumping with Bella in your business. For more information, free articles, free coaching sessions, and more, go to jumpconsulting.net. And remember, Bella's got your shoot.